This is Outreach, a podcast about homelessness. With our opening episode, we'll be chatting about panhandling and get perspective about it directly from the point of view of panhandlers in Salt Lake City. Yeah, because we had a lot of questions about panhandling. We had questions like, what is it like to ask strangers for money? And can someone make it on panhandling alone? We also hear a lot of anecdotes about how panhandlers just spend their money on booze and drugs. Is there, how, how true is that? And how are panhandlers treated by the people who see them on the street? So we ventured out to downtown Salt Lake and started talking to people. First person we met was sitting in front of a place uh, in Salt Lake City called Temple Square. It's this uh, beautiful, like picturesque part of Salt Lake City. It's where the headquarters of the LDS Church are, and it is gorgeous. Um, it's also one of the best places to find people panhandling. What's up? Could you be so kind of spare a few dollars, please? Uh, no, but we we wanted. To, are you do you panhandle here a lot? Uh, I panhandle, yeah. No. We, so we're trying to do a radio show about panhandling. Okay, that's would what you, this is. Would you be interested in talking to us? Well, would you, what do you want me to say? What am I trying to say? Just Always talk about. Are it. you recording right now? Yeah, is that okay? No. Should I turn it off? Yeah. Yeah, it started out a little awkward. We were probably kind of intimidating and. Uh, we just walked up and stuck the microphone in his face, and uh, that's why he didn't want us to record. But he quickly changed his mind, and uh, we were able to have a conversation with him. Well, I remember, so I'm from Oklahoma, okay. and we would, there was this, like, it was kind of like this, like a mall area, and there were always people panhandling. Well, then they, like, you know, did, like, a secret camera, and they yeah. found out that they were driving, like, a nice car. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. I live, sh- I live in the shelter, though. Right. I'm homeless. Right. So that's that's what that's what I was trying to figure out. And so that kind of where I was from, that kind of stopped people from donating. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've seen I've seen some stuff like that too, like where people would be flying a sign off the side of the freeway and then they'd yeah, watch yeah. them go get into a car. Yeah. Or put on, I take off like the dirty clothes and put on a suit underneath or whatever. But it, I mean, the people that I've seen around here are genuine, genuinely homeless. Besides, yeah. maybe a few people that like they have like a house that they live with their family or something. Yeah. But so you feel like it's, it's there are mostly that, homeless people. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, from what I see, homeless people. Yeah. You know, and some people they, they spend some of it on drugs, but they also spend some, some of it on, on food. They spend some of it on food as well too. You know right. I mean? So they are so, taking care of needs. Well, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, your needs are food. And, clothes and, and, and if they have a heroin habit that sucks that's what they're doing you know what I mean it's unfortunate that that's the case I'm fortunate I don't have a heroin habit I used to but um, you know I, I buy cigarettes and stuff I'm not an alcoholic my, my mom killed herself because alcohol right and my father recently killed himself too but that's why I'm kind of down here is I have like nowhere to go at all I have no family yeah. at all okay. no support and so I'm just waiting for like disability to help me out you know yeah mm-hmm. So. so you feel like um, it's just it's just to stay alive, like what you know, even if it's supporting a drug habit, it's so that they don't go, you know, yeah. off the rails. That's definitely what it is. I, from what I've seen, I haven't seen anybody doing this for a full time job and paying their bills with it. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah. From what I've seen. What about you? How often how often do you come here, or how often do you panhandle? Uh, probably like every other day, or like, you know what I mean. Every other day. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I only panhandle for like an hour a day and make mm-hmm. 10 bucks okay. enough to get like some cigarettes and, and, and something decent to eat. I don't eat the food that they give out down there. Really? How I've come? I've gotten super sick and I've seen people 
just like the last week, 30 people got like food poisoning. Really? So like, Yikes. I would rather take the risk of panhandling and go get food somewhere else and have somebody else give me food than get sick from the shelter food. So that's kind of interesting when you're saying like you're only doing it for like an hour here and there. Yeah. I thought people would do it like all day. Oh, some people. Do. Okay. Some yeah, people. lots of people do it all day. Oh, okay. But I don't. I, I, I just. There's just enough to get a meal or? Enough to just get a meal and, and get through the day, you know? Okay. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to dip in and be greedy about it, you know? Because if I sat here and panhandled all day, maybe I probably would make a lot of money. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I, I don't have the patience to do that. Right. For one. And for two, it's just, uh, it, I mean, it is degrading for me. It, hurt, it hurts my self-pride to ask okay. for help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can only take so much self-degrading. So. Then you're done. Yeah. Do you feel like people are like pretty generous during that one hour? Like at least people with like maybe pretty, spare change. Yeah, there's or very generous people. And there's some very rude people too. But oh, there's okay. very generous people. Do people ever talk to you when they give you money? Or? Oh yeah, people talk to me and stuff. You know, what kind of stuff do they say? I just, they just bless me. Yeah, I was thinking about you. Know, blessings and stuff like that. I just ask what's going on. And, but you know, mostly people are just quick to hand you a dollar or two and go on their way. So. Right. But I mean, that just to generosity. I mean, even when you're, when you're out here panhandling, like, and somebody uh, doesn't give you anything, that's fine. I don't care. You don't have to give me nothing at all. I mean, but at least acknowledge me and say no. I don't have anything. That's that's the part where I get upset. Is when you, so you don't like the when you completely ignore me. Hmm. I think that's very rude because I acknowledge you as a human being. If you ask me any sort of question anywhere in any part of society, whether it be for help or whether it be to open or anything, I would acknowledge you as a person. So even if they don't have it, you just want to be told, sorry, man. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you. Right. For, you know, showing showing the kindness that you, like, you know, when people sit there and they dig in their wallet, they pull out, like, 15 cents. I'm like, thank you. God bless. Like, all it matters that you even acknowledge me and took the time to look. And then you came up with 15 cents, even better. Thank you. God bless. You know what I mean? Right on. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Right on. Well, thanks for letting us talk to you, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, good luck. So the second guy was sitting in a wheelchair, and he was about a block from our first interviewee. Um, He's underneath this stoplight on a pretty busy street, and that is why most of the interview features the intrusively loud beeping of a crosswalk signal. The laws that they passed... Make it a little difficult to panhandle. Yeah. But the way I'm doing it with the signs is last time it was legal because it, I'm not pressuring anybody. They can walk up, give, or they can walk right on by. It doesn't ma- doesn't matter. You're saying it is legal if you just they're here with the sign. Yeah. Do the cops ever bug you or other people? No. No. As long as I stay, like I can't go past red bricks here. Okay. Down in the arena, same thing. Can't go past red bricks. Is right. that because it's private property or? Yep. Okay. Do you feel like it's like pretty it's a pretty successful spot? No. Not as a hit and miss. How how long uh, do you stay out? Well, I'll be out until. End of the game tonight. I was up here last night till oh, about 9.45 because they had the Broadway deals. 
So do a lot of people give to you after the game? Sometimes it's, but it all depends on how the Jazz do. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, if they win. People feeling in a better mood, maybe. Yeah. The same way with these games. If these win, we get a little bit better. Yeah. But I do it just to, right now, just to survive. Yeah. I'm waiting to get my SSI as soon as I get it. This state's history. To get what, sorry? My SSI. SSI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long have you been, how long have you been panhandling, if you don't mind me asking? Past four, going on five years. Five years. Can we ask what happened to make you start panhandling? I'm losing my legs. Uh. I've only been this way four, going on five years. Yeah. Can we ask what happened? I lost my left one to infection. <laughs> And that means. So what do you feel like people should know about panhandling? And about the people that, that have to do it? There's, okay. What a lot of people are thinking. And between us, okay, a gentleman across the street over there. Okay, he's panning on two, but he's doing, doing, to get one thing, one thing. Nope. Okay, I've got, I'm diabetic, so I've got to watch what I do. I watch what I eat. I mean, yeah, my mom is not helping me none. Mm. But because I don't eat like I should during the day, having a regular soda keeps my sugar levels where they need to be. I've also got a girlfriend I'm taking care of. Okay, I'm doing this to support myself and my girl. So what would you say, if you had to guess, how many people are trying to support themselves versus how many people are just trying to support their drug habit? I'd say it'd be about 60, 40. About forty percent trying to support themselves, sixty percent looking for the. How can you, if if like, do a normal person just walking down the street? Is there any way you can tell? Some, yeah. Um, those that are hooked on heroin, a lot of them are standing there nodding out, or sitting there nodding out. The third panhandler we talked to is standing right in front of one of the entrances to City Creek, which is a high-end mall in the heart of downtown. He was standing on a busy walkway. There were lots of people walking by. Um, well, because I'm homeless and I'm out here and I have nothing. I don't have a job. I don't have stability. So I can't gain stability unless if I have stability, right? Right. So, and I'm not getting like hundreds of dollars out here. I make like a few dollars a day and that's it. Yeah. You know, how many, I spend how long my day out here. Yeah. I spend all day and night out here, and you know, and on a good day I might make ten bucks. You know, on a full day. On a full day. Wow. Yeah. Because maybe you've heard there's 
people some people, people make say, more than others you know right. some might have a better line than others or they might be lying I don't know what they're doing it's not my place but right so I was telling you know. him I'm from Oklahoma and there yeah. was like a big scam going on where people were dressing up dressing up like homeless people oh really and for money and they're making a lot of money that way they huh. go to like these like more like affluent shopping mall areas well, then all they those drive guys away. out here are freaking homeless. <laughs> I know none of these guys got none of, nowhere to live. Right. You know, if we do go somewhere, we go to the shelter maybe to get warm for a minute. But we don't like staying there because it's gross. What's Why? wrong with it? You have to go look for yourself, brother. There's feces, there's urine, really? there's spit. There's, it's, just, it's just a pig's diet. It's, it's horrible. They don't clean. The guys in there don't care. They just freaking throw everything everywhere. It's just sick. It's so gross. It's not a place to be at all, and there's just violence and problems in there. I've been in there a few times. Just yeah. drugs and drugs and drugs and drugs and drugs and drugs. So, but you still you still have to stay there because that's kind of the only place. Sometimes, yeah, I'll tough it out and out here in the cold. Yeah, what do you do? I'm in the just winter? gonna boom. I stay out here, or I'll go in there if it's too cold. You know, if I get too wet and I get too cold, I gotta do something. You know, I'll go in the shelter just to get warm for a minute, and then I'll come back out. And what we do is we ride the train, the free fare zone, to stay warm. That's smart. That's about all we got. Yeah. You know, and they don't even like us on that. I've even been kicked off because I told them I was going nowhere, and I was in the free fare zone. I even had the police tell me that you're getting off because you said you're going nowhere. But I said, well, I'm in the free fare zone. But you said you're going nowhere, so you're getting off. So they kicked me off into the cold for no reason at all. It's free fare zone. I should be, I should be allowed on it. Does that happen a lot? Getting harassed by cops? Oh yeah, the cops do nothing but harass people. What do they say to you? They just threaten people. Like, if I see you out here again, I'm gonna arrest you. Like, you don't have no right to arrest me. I have the right to be out here. They have no rights to do that. Are people like? I mean, you're saying you're only making like ten dollars a day. Are people not very generous They're here? Not. They're okay. not. Do they? Not. Well, the Mormon Church tells their people not to give money. Oh. I mean, we see the signs everywhere, not to give to panhandlers, right? Yeah, they got the signs out there. It says, "Please don't give." And that's just them, you know, because they don't want us to have anything. It's really what it's about. They seen us making a way of another way of making money, and as soon as we do it, what do they do? They attack. I don't want you making any money. Don't give them any, they get on the media telling people, don't give them any money. Well, they're poor. They don't have anything. Who gives you the right to, see, to tell people to not give money? Nobody has the right to tell anybody what to do at all. Except him. Okay? Wherever he is, I don't know. He took off in his chariot a thousand years ago. And that's probably why we're getting all our evilness, because we didn't listen. Do you feel like people are, are generous, like in general, though? Even if maybe they're not given to you, do you feel like people have like a maybe like a kind heart? Yeah, people have a good heart. I think a lot of people reasons why people don't give is because either they've been burned, maybe they've been burned before, they're not sure what you're using the money for, or or they just don't have it. Or they, don't, or they or they just don't want to give it because it's their money and they work for it. See, there's two sides to the story. I definitely you know? agree with all of that. Um, right. can, can I ask, like, what you use with your money? You don't have to answer if you don't want to. I just use it for whatever, cigarettes, food, you know, whatever get I can get. Just to get by, I'm just out here, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Have you ever given the panhandlers before? Yeah, I do. What's that like? I give it to them because I know what it's like. Yeah. See? See, you can't go you can't go through something unless you've been through it, right? Unless you've been through it, you don't know what it's like to be through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Huh. What do you feel like people should know about panhandling? If a man asks you for a dollar, you should give him ten. How come? Why not? What are you going to buy with a dollar? <laughs> I can't buy anything with a dollar, dude. Yeah. But I asked for it because I'm not trying to be greedy, you know? So you mentioned one of the concerns that people have is that if you give to panhandlers, you're just going to spend it on drugs. What do you think about that? I would say give it to them because you don't know what it's like not have to have to cope with nothing out here at all you know until you're there you don't know what it's like give it to them bro because they're suffering you see they got nothing else in their life but that dude to help them cope and if they die using it because you gave them money and they die using drugs dude that's on them they accept that responsibility you see you should give money to no matter what see you should give we're supposed to be givers it's a give and take situation. We're supposed to give and give back. Mm -hmm. Take, you know, we work, we give, whatever. People give us things out here and we, we pay it forward. You know, we give it to other people. Because we know other guys out here like, see, I might not be hungry at the time and somebody gives me some food. Well, then I'll take that food and I'll go down the street and give it to so-and-so who's hungry. You see? Yeah. See how we pay it forward too? Yeah. Makes yeah. sense? But if a man's suffering on drugs, man, man, it's hard. It sucks to be out here if, if you can't get that drug and you got no way to get it, bro. What do you got? What can you do? Right. All right. We're gonna head out. Can I take a picture of just the inside of your cup? Sure. Thanks. Good luck, man. Yeah. Everybody talks about like paying it forward. Did the other guys talk about? That? Oh yeah. Well, the second guy did. Talked about his. I think if we would have asked the first guy, I think he would have talked about it too. Yeah, and that's interesting. I wonder if he was being honest about the ten dollars. What? Ten dollars in a day. Can the other guy said... say ten dollars in an hour? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of it's an interesting thing. I would expect the, the veteran we met to make to make the most. Yeah. He has an obvious disability, he's missing both legs. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is rough. After we finished talking to the third guy, uh, we tried to talk to a few more people um, that were fairly close by this third guy, who were also panhandling. But none of them were interested in talking to us. And we're about to call it a day when a fourth guy approached us and agreed to be recorded. So, yeah, well, I mean, what's going on? Uh, homeless. Uh, trying to get something to eat, man. Uh, I try to avoid the shelter like a plague. It's, it's horrible down there, man. Why, what's why is it uh, Drug dealers, just scandalous. It's just like nothing but scandalous people down there, it seems like. I will do... I mean, I know I can down, go down there and get a meal for free, but uh, I would honestly rather come out here and beg people for something to eat than even be around that area. That's, I was in prison 20 some odd years ago, 
And uh, that down there was 10 times scarier than prison ever was, man. Really? And that's no BS. How do you, so in terms of like, you know, asking for people for money, like, do you feel like people are pretty generous towards uh, you at least? Yeah, no. I, okay. I feel like uh, actually out of towners, people, really? like this is, I kind of go around this area just because I feel like I get a lot of visitors because of the, the temple and the mall here. But uh, I found, I haven't even been doing this that long, but from what, what I have, uh, the other areas that I have tried it in around Salt Lake, it's the stereotypical of the Mormons being so nice and giving and everything hasn't been my, I haven't seen that as much. Hmm. Uh, I honestly feel like, and I was born and raised in the church and consider myself I, a member, just not an active member, but uh, honestly I feel like the non-members are a lot more giving than the, uh, and the members are around here. I think the people around here are, uh, man, <laughs> I could go into depths about so many things that make your guys' show a podcast instant hit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, We're looking for it. Jeez. What do you, I mean, do you feel like there's a reason for that? Like the generosity I, of certain people versus the... I don't know. I, I really thought when I when I started panhandling that, that the Mormons would be a lot more giving and just people in general in this area, you know. The, right. But, uh, man, I've, I've run into some really mean people. I Just like three days ago, I was just telling my buddy about it. I had a guy that was so mean to me. He literally... He was mean as hell. And I'm sorry. It, Still Meanest couple I have ever ran into, and they were a 70 year old couple or so floating around over here at the temple. And I was like, <laughs> I highly doubt this is the type of people that the Lord wants around His holy place, you know. People, I mean, I walked up to him, I have a little bit of a spill, you know, trying to get something to eat and spare anything, anything helps, man. And the guy says, huh. This is a, what, like like a sandwich or something? I was like, heck yeah, man. That'd be awesome, sir. Thank you, you know? He kind of nudged me, following him over to his car. So I kind of get over to his car, and he opens the door. He holds the door open. He says, well, I just gave out my last sandwich. Slams the door on me. And I was like, wow. Wow. That you just, I mean, that was a total setup. Just kind of like punch to the gut, you know? He could have just said, no, sorry. But, uh. I've, I've found that most of the most people that live here kind of stick a nose up to the homeless. They've got a really bad rap. I know the news and the newspapers and everything has, has been making a lot of these panhandlers look bad down there. And honestly, I don't consider myself a bad person. I consider myself a really good person. I pay it forward when someone gives me extra. If I don't need it all, I try to go help a friend or another just random person, you know. But, uh, Jeez, it's, there's, for the most part, I feel like uh, people that live here have really shunned their noses to the, to the homeless here. And every single person down there has a sad story. 
literally every single person down there has a story how they became homeless, whether they inflicted it upon themselves or, you know, whatever the circumstances. Nobody's got a happy story of why they're down there and homeless, but uh, it doesn't help that the newspapers and everything don't give to the panhandlers, give to the organizations. Well, I'm here to tell you firsthand, these organizations, we don't see that. We don't see anything from these organizations. If, if these organizations were getting all this money and putting it back into being homeless, there would already be new homeless shelters. There wouldn't, uh, there wouldn't be people out here begging for food. Um, there's the resources and everything that they say are out there for the homeless and stuff just really aren't out there. I personally feel like people that work for those type of places are kind of getting in pocket, you know. The CEO over the homeless shelter makes like $160,000 a year. I've been down there like three, four years now. Never seen the guy, never met him. I've talked to numerous people down there. They don't even know who this guy is. He makes $160,000 a year. Yeah, it's... So have you ever given to homeless, or I mean, to panhandlers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, weekly, sometimes daily. Really? If I, if a long time ago I quit letting money rule my life, and my life got a lot easier. If I've got extra money in my pocket, it's to help out my friends or other people. I pay it forward every chance I get, man. Literally. Do you feel like, because you know, we've you're the fourth person we've talked to in the last hour and a half. So, we, this is what we keep hearing, actually. It's, oh, yeah, pay it forward. Karma will come back to me. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Yep, Do you feel like that's the rule. case with a lot, of peop like a lot of people that are in a similar situation to you? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, back to the uh, just a lot of shysty people down there. But the good people that are down there are very good people. And, and they do pay it forward, you know, okay. if, if they can. I, I mean... My little close-knit of a few friends that I do have, they are very, very generous, and they would do, they would give you the shirt off their back. You don't have to be homeless to have these people help you, you know? Do you have any questions? Um, I don't know. It's been good talking to you. Yeah. It's good to, it's good to hear this perspective as kind of the point that we're doing this, because... Yeah, we hear on the news, or we, there's, we just hear that you're not supposed to give to panhandlers. They're just going to use it all for drugs. That's not the case. A lot of people, I mean, there is a lot of people that are out there doing doing that, but it's, they, the news and everything makes it look like every panhandler's out there doing it, and we're not, man. I'm honestly trying to get something to eat, man. Um, I, I mean, as far as, I mean, going back to the whole shelter thing, uh, until this last year, I've slept under bridges, I've slept in bushes, I have did anything to try not to sleep down there, just because, just this month alone I've had two backpacks stolen with everything that I owned in them. This is my third backpack this month, uh, but very few possessions I have, you know. It happens on a minute to minute basis down there, damn near. It's there's just there's some real shysty people down there, but there are also is some really good people down there, which is anywhere. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I still had a few a few more questions. Um, how long have you been panning? Probably about a year now. Okay. What got, I mean, like what got you started doing it? Not wanting to be down there, and 
for about a year before that, I kind of followed along with my buddy who who was able. I mean, it took a lot for me to start asking people because that's I've never had to ask for anything in my life. I mean, ten years ago, I was on the top of the world. Like literally, I was a professional snowboarder and got paid to do what I loved every single day. And uh, at the drop of a dime, things can change, man. And, uh, can we ask what happened, or do you not want to talk about uh, it? I ended up getting injured and uh, ended up getting uh, surgery and have never really recovered from that. During my downtime from recovering, my body just kind of, my age actually finally kept caught up with me. I look a lot younger than I am. I'm 44 years old, but uh, my knees are just shot, my back shot. Uh, I got a bad shoulder. I can't hardly work anymore as far as like physical labor, which is pretty much all I did my whole life, you know. Uh, for, but for the past few years, I've been trying to get uh, disability, which is a whole nother joke of a story. To, that's a whole nother podcast for you guys. <laughs> uh, literally, I... I had a friend that lost both of his legs, did drywall his whole life, and they turned him down on disability his, his first try. Wow. Said, no, we think you can still work. The guy just lost both of his legs. So, yeah. I have a question. Um, so, so, you talked about how you want to avoid that shelter at all costs. What do you do in the winter when it gets really cold at night? I've slept in abandoned buildings. It's, it gets cold. Just kind of bundle Wherever, up? Wherever, man. Yep. Wherever. I've slept in abandoned buildings, abandoned apartments, garages, viaducts. Right out. I've slept behind here before. I could point out probably five places within eye's distance that I've slept. I've slept over here before. I've slept over by the temple. Uh, anywhere to avoid that. So it's kind of the same as the summer, basically, right? Yeah. It, yeah, the winter doesn't really change anything besides being cold. I mean, are people, do people leave you alone, though, when you're, for the when most you're hanging part, out around there? For okay. the most part, yeah. What about the, the police? I was just going to say, the, the only people that really do bother you are the police. But it's almost, uh, the police don't want us to be out here sleeping around and everything, but... They don't want us sleeping in front of the shelter. There's, I mean, when the shelter gets full and everything and they don't have any place to go, you got people sleeping outside on the sidewalk and stuff. And then you got cops coming by, giving them tickets for trespassing or whatever. And it's like, if you guys had a spot for us, like a tent city or, you know, something like that, that it would solve a lot of problems. But it doesn't seem like the city, they kind of just want to put a Band-Aid on things instead of buckling down and saying, hey, this is what we need to do. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard about all the talk about all these new shelters and everything, and they're supposed to be up. I haven't seen, don't know where they're going, don't know where they're at. And as far as I've heard, they're going to have them down in like Draper and stuff. That's not going to do any bit of good for a person that's homeless, that's trying to find a job. Uh, that's a whole other thing. They, they don't provide the homeless with any type of transportation. <laughs> Uh, you, you try to ride tracks and get a ticket for a $2.50 ticket that you don't buy is a $160 fine. I did 10 days in jail a couple years ago for tracks tickets. But uh, 
Same with thing with like the Obama phone. It gives you five hours a month and 500 texts or whatever. So that almost is telling me that that the state really only wants you to go out and kind of pursue work for five hours a month or whatever, you know. When that time's up, it's going to take for people in my situation a lot more than five hours to go out and get yourself back on your feet. And uh, when you can't have a company call you back because you're out of minutes or whatever. And, yeah, not to mention you're not going to use all 500 of those minutes to just do work. You're going to call your family. You're going to call your friends and, you know, job leads or just chatting or whatever but there's just a lot of little things that they could do different that would make a very big difference so if you could if you could suggest one thing to to help homeless people out what would it be just one thing man I don't even know where I would start honestly man (laughs) what do you feel like Uh, you need the most I need to be able to get my IDs and stuff like that so I can go out and try to find work that I don't know that I can even do anymore. But uh, not having an ID and trying to get an ID is is such a joke. If you don't have a birth certificate, social security card, proof of residence or anything like that, not to mention when you do get your ID, and they put down the homeless shelter as your address. A lot of these companies are gonna go, oh, that's your address? Yeah, we'll put you at the back of the list. And, you know, just little things like that. Give us an address that's not gonna let these companies know that we're homeless. Give us a chance first before you you knock us down, you know? Mm -hmm. Let us us cut our own throats, you know? Don't, yeah. And then my last question would be if, uh, what would you want people to know about Panhandle? People who listen to our show, what do you, what would um, you like them to know? That not all panhandlers are out there trying to get drugs. I mean, if I had to put a percentage on it, I honestly, I'd probably put it at around 50-50. And you can, you can tell the guys who are out there seeking drugs How and the guys tell? that aren't. The appearance, really, and the way that they're approaching you, the story that they'll have to try to get money out of you. If a, if you're just trying to get something to eat, you're not trying to sit there and give them this huge story how you, you know, I need more than a dollar to eat, or you know, I've seen people out here uh, talking about their terminally ill dead parents, you know, and I'm just trying to get uh, some money to get a ticket back to see them. Yeah, it's probably not probably not true but you know uh hey man i'm down on my luck just trying to get something to eat for the night spare anything change anything man i'll don't even need food or change if you got food i'll take food you know that you i'm sure you guys can look at a panhandler and tell who's it's you can tell who's genuine and who's not not always, but yeah. Well, it's been good talking to you. Where really appreciate I, it. Where can I find this? It's called Outreach Podcast. Outreach Podcast. Yeah. Okay. We're just starting out, so give us a few weeks. Okay. Outreach. All right. Hey, thanks appreciate so much. you guys. Thanks. Good, good, good night, guys. Um, 
As soon as he said he used to snowboard, I'm like, I can see it. He had the snowbird yeah. hoodie on. He had like the demeanor too. Yeah. Like, hey man, everything's cool. <laughs> Even though it's definitely not. Everything's not cool. I think I think he's right. Yeah. All the people that like are just like, hey, can you just spare anything? Yeah. I think that's legitimately what they mean. And then all the people that are like, how, like spin this elaborate story. Yeah. Dude, I think I'm convinced What's up? to give to panhandlers. I think I am too. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. Because I've totally, I've totally thought that was like you shouldn't because because yeah, they're gonna use uh, use it on drugs, or, right? Or they're getting their fancy cars. I think, I think the third guy was like he's kind of my tipping point, and then the fourth guy, I'm like I'm sold. Because the third guy is like, so what? Yeah. Can you imagine what it would be like to be homeless? Yeah. They need drugs. I'm like, oh, geez, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't imagine. Huh. You know what really stuck out with me? What? Like, all of them mentioned, like, every single one of them mentioned, like, oh, even if you don't give me money, I just want you to say, oh, I'm sorry I don't have anything. Or, yeah, you know, like, just something. They wanted to be acknowledged. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, that was interesting. It really was an eye-opening afternoon. Um, it was really interesting to talk to these guys. And I, like I said before, I really changed my mind about not giving to panhandlers. Because before I thought that, you know, just what people say, don't give to panhandlers, give to the charities. But uh, I think, I think I'm going to carry a few dollars and give, give to panhandlers now. Yeah, I think I'm in. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Our future episodes will include other perspectives on panhandling, but more importantly, different perspectives on homelessness in our community. To see pictures from our experience walking around downtown Salt Lake and talking to people, you can find us on Instagram at Outreach Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Outreach Podcast and Twitter at Outreach Pod. All the links are on our website, outreachpodcast.com. Please message us if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions, uh, anything. We'd love to hear from you.